Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Welcome to Warriors, Bards, and Brews, The Spoopening. It's our Halloween, I guess, week. We're going to do two. Mm-hmm. Three episodes. Bones episode, hooray. Um, starting with the craft. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am probably way more excited than you are. <laughs> I like the craft, but uh, as we were discussing earlier today, I did not watch the craft when I was probably its target audience, like maybe when I was a teenager. Yeah, I made my mother drive me and five of my friends, probably slightly illegally, uh, across city Nova Scotia to see this. Uh, my mother still says she was the oldest fucking person in the theater to see it. Uh, but it was, it was still a very enjoyable film. Um, so I'm pretty sure most of our audience has probably seen The Craft. It was from 1996. It was like right at the height of like Buffy, Xena, Hercules campy movies like scream came out around this time too some of y'all might be too young who knows yeah spotify uh, says y'all are young listen to us which is cool um so i was saying earlier to sarah that uh i think despite the fact that i didn't see it when i was younger i can understand the appeal because this really is a movie that focuses on the outcasts. And, and the other, like the other as as a thing. Uh-huh. And I certainly was an outcast. I don't know how much I've talked about it on this podcast, but I actually have um, a fairly visible disability. I was attacked by a dog when I was a baby. It was my parents' dog, actually. And so my whole left side is kind of paralyzed. And uh, I was not necessarily the popular kid. No, because kids are, kids are shitty. And anybody who is not... <laughs> the same as them is is scary or weird or stupid or whatever and <laughs> and i was really shy so those two elements together really did not endear me to very many people and of course i was like a latent gay who didn't realize it at all so there's that yeah and i was i was the weird kid who was you know quote unquote gifted and and was able to read at a college level at age 8 and you know, was put in the advanced programs for shit. So I was, like, the weird smart kid, and then I was, like, the awkward kid who didn't conform to gender norms, and that was bad in a small town. I was also the smart kid, though it was people thought I was both uh, cognitively challenged and the smart kid, which was a weird dichotomy. That's a weird fucking thing. Right, (laughs) so they'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, you are the R-word, but also I'm going to copy your homework. So it's like, which one is it? What's the really shitty... Idiot savant. Is that the phrase they used to use? Uh, I don't think anybody used that in my direction, but I think that is one of the phrases. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing an Elysian shirt right now, Elysian Brewing, and they also had a beer called, I think it was them who had the Idiot Savant beer, Yikes. and they had to change it to Nelson Savant because someone was like, ah, uh, that's pretty shitty, please yeah. don't do that. <laughs> Elysian should not have done a lot of things, but that's another podcast. Um, but yeah, so I, I watched this in the theater when it came out, um... With my mom, like I said, because I was probably under the age limit to see it. Um, and I, it, I, this has been one of my favorite movies for most of my life. And as I get older and I watch it with more of a critical eye, as I tend to do, because in case y'all haven't noticed, nerd, um, there is there is a lot of stuff here that is worth unpacking, like the other as a character, the other as a genre. Um, and when you get down to the core of the movie, there is a lot to work with. There is racism, um, both in the movie and in the fan culture, because 
Rachel True has not been invited, has actively been excluded um, from conver- from conventions and conversations about the movie. Really? Yeah, there's actually an article. Is it Rachel or Rochelle? Rich- I, think I think it's, it's Rochelle. Sorry, sorry, Rochelle. Uh, Rochelle True has been excluded from conventions and stuff about the movie because she's black. Like, that's been a full-on thing. They've invited um, Fruzabal, Robin Tunney, Nev Campbell, uh, but not her. That's atrocious. Yeah. Um, so, Teen Creeps actually did an episode about the craft a couple of years ago. Super good. Um, I tweeted the article to them. Um, and, yeah. Fruzabalk, I think, actually also backed out of a couple of conventions in solidarity with Rochelle because she's like, this is fucking bullshit. Um, good for her. <laughs> That's really good to hear. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's the outcast, there's the other, there's racism, there's mental illness. There, I mean, when you look at the, the four core girls... You have uh, a black girl who is a target of racism. You have Nancy who is visibly poor and, you know, basically, like, called the slut because men are terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> because misogyny. Because misogyny. Um, you have Bonnie who has been burned in a fire and has a visible set of scars and is, you know, quote-unquote disfigured by it. And then you have Sarah who is... She tried to kill herself. She has visible suicide scars. So it's like all the characters are the other. Mm-hmm. And I think we both can also uh, relate to the mental illness part too. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Did we just spend like an Big hour time. at dinner discussing how we should both be back in there? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, I think I kind of think everybody should go to therapy at one time or another yeah. if they can yeah. possibly afford it. But I also realize that it's not very attainable. But therapy for a lot is a of very people. privileged thing it's, to be able to to access. Yeah, unless you live somewhere where this, there's really excellent access to this, it can be very expensive. And yeah. I have gone to therapy before, but it's been for a certain amount of sessions because beyond that, I cannot <laughs> afford it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. so anyway, so there there is a lot of this stuff, and I'm we'll get into this more about the racism and misogyny. I mean, the misogyny is rampant throughout the movie. Um, as is the racism, and there's one thing I want to touch on later um, when we get to that one scene because I have opinions. Um, and one thing that kind of stands out to me is, I mean, like I've mentioned before, I'm a recovering Catholic, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why I can wear a priest costume on Halloween to go see the exorcist, because <laughs> I can do that shit, because I survived. Um, <laughs> I'm a gay also, recovering Catholic. Which is also why I'm not that into wearing the nun costume like you suggested, because I have not lived through this. So. Okay, listen, that would have been hilarious, though, for the St. FX grad to me. With the blue nun and the priest. Stay tuned for our Halloween episode, because I got some fucking ghost stories. <laughs> it would have been, but nah. I'll be Captain Marvel, or Carol Danvers, Carol Danvers. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I personally, as a recovering Catholic, find interesting about this movie is it is set... They're all, you know, they're all in their 20s and 30s. Um, but they're high school students, quote-unquote, at a Catholic school. Um, so there, there's this inherent kind of, like faith religious background to everything um and you could look at this as like the rebellious teen thing of i'm in a catholic school i'm gonna go be a wicca i'm Mm -hmm. gonna go i'm gonna be i'm gonna be wiccan and i'm gonna do my thing um but you can look at it at a broader sense of of teenagers trying to to find their own footing and trying to find their own path and faith and way of life sure um in in this case it doesn't end well (laughs) no it ends very badly for all of them uh, no, actually, it ends really bad for Nancy, and, uh, Sarah comes out kinda okay. Okay, well... Uh, we'll get into that later. 
Um, but the thing is, we had this conversation at uh, Brass Night Brewery. Shout out to Brass Night Brewery, the unofficial sponsor of this episode. <laughs> um, as I sit here drinking my passive aggressive beer. Thank you, mm-hmm. Brass Night. We did our planning there today. Yep. Mm-hmm. For this and the um, Halloween spooktacular episode I'm going to be doing tomorrow and our live episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the rule of three, you look this up. The rule of three, which they mention in this is compared to karma, the golden rule, and some sort of Christian doctrine? So the idea is that whatever energy you put out, whether it be good or bad, you'll get it back threefold. So it's not exactly the same, but it's a bit in the line of, say, karma or the golden rule. And it's the principle that's enacted in this movie. So when they use their powers for malice they get theirs threefold yeah um so you know nancy is the clear clearest example of that she does not end up faring very well at the end of this movie um but the interesting thing is that uh some people view this as more like a modern convention that's more tied to Christianity than actual Wicca. So some of the people within Wicca think this. So it's interesting because... I mean, full disclosure, we aren't involved in in Wicca culture or pagan culture or anything, so we're just looking for it as like... Or any sort of spiritual thing really at all. So... I mean... Okay, I'm literally doing a whole episode about ghost stories about my haunted shit at home. So I... right, but we don't really ascribe to any religion, religion, or anything yes. like that at all. Um, and I have a very complicated relationship with spirituality because I do believe I've seen ghosts, but also don't believe in any sort of religion. So that's very confusing for me. I don't really know how <laughs> I feel to like reconcile. That's kind of, it. I think that's kind of common though. <laughs> don't know how to reconcile it. I, I could go very in-depth with this, but I won't. We should do, like, a Patreon and, like, here's, a, here's all, all of our philosophical, like, deep thoughts of religion and ghosts. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but the interesting thing is if you are are viewing this as, like, a, as, like, an, a tenet of, of Wicca, then you're, uh, basically insinuating that Wicca is a highly moral way of being. So, I mean, a lot of people within Christianity would not agree with that. And then if you're viewing this as, like, more of a Christian thing, then you're saying that Christianity has impacted the sort of Wiccan thing, which, in that case, you could be saying, okay, well, you know, as from a Christian viewpoint, that could be... There could be links, but I don't think anybody would probably want to say that, so... Yeah, I mean, as someone who was... I said this... I made this joke at work yesterday. As a recovering Catholic, um... (laughs) I live, bitches. Um, I I grew up in Catholicism, unfortunately, and I have heard and seen those teachings, and I see the flaws within it. Um, But at the core of Christianity, it is essentially do good to others, you know, be good to others, do good in the world, um, and treat people how you wish to be treated, which essentially is karma. And, like, we have friends and we have certain family members who are very much about putting energy into the universe, and if you put out positivity, you'll get it back. And I know people who have put out negativity and who have kind of put out, like, downer vibes for a long time, and their lives don't seem to be getting better, and... I'm not going to say, like, definitively yes or no, it's because of the energy they give off, but, like, sometimes if you keep 
harping on the negativity and the bad things in life, maybe you're not going to really get a lot. So maybe there is some truth to this of what you put out, you get back. I don't really think it's like a karmic thing, though. No, I think think it's it's karma. I think it's just sometimes that if you seek the better things, sometimes you get them back. Where if you're feeling dragged down and you're just sort of mired in that, then not so much. But I also understand that for some people, like, they're just too depressed or whatever to really look at the positive side of things. So I'm not going to fault anybody for that whatsoever. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's such a privileged way of, of life to be like, you know, a rich white person saying to somebody who is um, systematically poor and in the in the structure of living a poor lifestyle saying, oh, just do yoga and think positively. You'll, you'll have a better life. No, that's not how it works, Karen. And I don't think we really know anybody who goes that far. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I'm sure there's adjacent people we know who are just like, oh, just be positive and work harder and do yoga. You'll be fine. (laughs) But like, (laughs) we do live in Vancouver, so there are some uppity bitches in Kitsilano. No, but I'm going to show you Kitsilano because fuck (laughs) Kitsilano. But I think the people we know are just mostly saying, you know, if you if you put out good energy and you seek it out, then you might have something good in return. Can I can I tell the story about our friend who was trying to get to the concert in the snowstorm that day? Yes, please do. Um, so we had tickets to see Stevie Nicks a couple of years ago, and Vancouver never gets snow, but we had a fucking epic snowstorm. Um, and luckily at the time, we were leaving a block from a SkyTrain station, and the SkyTrain was still running. So we were able to get down to the show, um, have a pint afterwards at a, a pub nearby, and get home. No problems. Um, but our friend was leaving work, from a bit of a transit dead zone. Um, despite being um, 50 feet from a, a taxi hub. Um, like a depot. Like a depot. Um, and another four minute walk from another one. Um, and she, she was just like, so I was leaving work and I was like, I'm, wow, this is bad. This is bad. I'm going to get a cab though. I'm going to get a cab. And I left for work thinking I'm going to get a cab. Um, so I stopped on one of the main thoroughfares. I was just like, I'm going to get a cab. And I turned around and a cab was coming towards me. And I thought, just flag it and see what happens. And it pulled over and it was full of women going to the show. Uh, they had one seat left. And the driver just said, are you going to the show? I can take you with these guys. And she got there with like 20 minutes to spare, got her great seats in the fucking fancy ass suite. And this is after she had literally knocked on the window of the depot yeah. saying, can someone please take me from she here? Had gone and they to, said no, and she, she had literally, was really running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> she had literally walked around the corner and was like, hey, can you just get somebody who was here to take me over the viaduct to the stadium? And they were like, no, we can't do that. You got to call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, I literally see cabs in the parking lot, but okay, cool. So I... Based on that, I'm like, maybe there is something out there. I don't know. <laughs> and she always has this sort of luck. She always has this fucking horseshoe up her ass kind of <laughs> luck. It's crazy. It's almost annoying. <laughs> it's almost annoying. I'm like, buy a lottery ticket, man. Like, come on. <laughs> that being said, so I, I'm a skeptic a little bit about this kind of stuff, but I can't deny that we've had enough stuff from our friends go on that we're like, huh, okay, that's cool. I have no explanation for that. Mm-hmm. And we have friends who believe that it was just their thinking, like, I'm going to make this happen, and it happens. And who am I to judge? Like. Yeah, again, I'm kind of, you know, but. I mean, I'm going to judge the fuck out of my shitty Christian relatives who are like, mm, you're going to go to hell, but Jesus loves you. I'm like, you know what? You can fuck off, Judy. <laughs> Those two statements don't work together. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> take your take your fucking bad die job and go fuck off. <laughs> You can also leave that name in because that could be a generic name or her actual name. (laughs) 
And in case no one's going to be listening to this And in case that bitch is not listening to my podcast because she fucking hates me and I hate her. Anyway, so here's some trivia about the craft. Let's just get right back on that. Um, Firuza Balk is actually a Wiccan. At the time of filming, at least, she was actually uh, Wiccan. Um, And she was actually able to help um, people on sets and uh, props guys and whatever keep the storyline as realistic as they could and was able to give them contacts to help them in areas she couldn't. This is from IMDb. Um, an official website of the film said, quote, the crew had to return to the location a second time to complete filming, interrupted by several weird occurrences that even... Why is it caused witch consultant? What does, what does caused witch mean? That even, no, 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 it caused the Oh, that even consultant. caused Okay, sorry, yeah. I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, because this is just poor writing. Uh, the witch consultant... Why would you call it a witch consultant? Why wouldn't you say the wicked consultant? This is... Whoever wrote this is terrible. Um, so the wicked consultant was just like, uh, what? Uh, as the fog rolled in at midnight, the four actresses used actual Wiccan rites and language to invoke powerful forces. Then, as Fruza Balk's character Nancy attempts to invoke the deity Menon, a flock of bats... Bat? Hovered over the set, and the tide rose dramatically, extinguishing the circle of candles. Witchcraft consultant, there we go. Devin recalls that Manon, a fictitious creation for the film, sounds very close to Manan. 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 Uh, the Gaelic. <laughs> I'm not gonna. F- no, if this is Gaelic, I'm not gonna fuck this up. Do not come near me. Uh, the Gaelic god of the sea. Luckily, we weren't all swept to sea. Uh, director Andrew Fleming was quoted Every time the girls started the ceremony, and only when they would start the ceremony, the waves would start coming up tremendously fast, pounding heavily. Then. Right when Nancy says her line, men on filmy, um, I have to discuss that later, <laughs> right at that exact <laughs> I mean, moment, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we lost power. It was a very strange thing. And this is a thing that has happened on The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, The Haunt. Like, so many movies have had, like, when you fuck with this kind of shit, like, you're going to get weird shit going on. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to. Also, I mean, it, okay, first things first, Manon is a French name and one of the best goalies I've ever seen in my life. I am a hockey nerd. Mm-hmm. Manon Rayom, she played, she was a Quebec goalie. She actually played in the NHL a couple of times. Um, I actually had her hockey card when she did a tryout with the Sharks or something. Amazing. So I could not take this God's name seriously. I know. It's we, a child. We peripherally know someone named And we Manon know someone now. named Manon. So yeah. yeah. Um, but it makes more sense that it's a Celtic god because that's a... It, I'm Irish descendant. Like, fuck. We, everything's about the fucking ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, Fruzabalk bought a magic store after this. What? Yeah. Uh, while researching the craft, Fruzabalk became familiar with Pam Pipe's Magical, M-A-G-I-C-K-A-L, Marketplace in Hollywood. Eventually buying the store and continuing to operate it until 2001, when she sold it to somebody else. She sold it to the managers. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's wild. That is crazy. Um, there was plans to release a directed DVD sequel, which they didn't do. I'm very glad about that. Um, oh yeah, so in the same year, Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich were in the same movies, the other one being Scream. <laughs> Bit of a classic. Bit of a classic, which I love. Um, also, there's a lot of things on the IMDb thing about the soundtrack, which I fucking love. Heather Nova does a cover of... Um, oh, fuck, what's it called? Oh my god, my brain is terrible. Anyway, the soundtrack is amazing. It's a cover of How Soon Is Now, Heather Nova. Oh, I have the touch. I think it's Peter Gabriel. It's Peter Gabriel. <laughs> I have the touch. 
By the way, if I sound kind of raspy, I um on I'm on week three of a cold. I tweeted about you almost dying, so we're good. <clears throat> yeah, so you're aware, but uh, I'm pretty much better. But I still sound like Kathleen Turner. So yeah. So, so this uh, was new, me. this was news to me. The Katy Perry song "Dark Horse" from her album "Prism" is inspired by the craft. I feel like it's very loosely inspired by. The I'm going to say "inspired" in quotes is probably relevant yeah. here. I mean, it's an enjoyable song. I'm not that big on Katy Perry, although "Teenage Dream" is a bop. Um, no, "ET" is better. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she has a bop or two, but I'm not that big on her. But <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> So anyway, so the craft is. You told me did some fucking research on this one, um, which means it's going to be a fun episode. Um, so that's all the IMDb trivia I'm going to read right now. You can read the rest of it if you're super interested. Um, let's hit play. Um, we're gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start. You have to go through the credits and all the fucking statue shit. Um, there's a remake, and I have exclusively avoided reading any fucking thing about it, except for today when I read that David Duchovny is involved, which I'm just like, oh, gross. Uh, which, I like him in the X-Files, but I, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, I don't Who's really he gonna be in the... Re- I don't even fucking care. Is I, he gonna be the shit stepdad or whatever? He wasn't... No. Oh, if he's the shitty stepdad, that'd be hilarious. That would actually make sense. It would make sense. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm... This is just me being kind of like, ah, I don't know what to do with it. I, mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so, like, so many things, like, when they're done in the 90s, like, they're so of their time that I don't know that they need to be made into yeah. remakes. Like, I mean, the, the League of the Realms supposed to be a TV show. I'm like, please don't do that. Like, why? That movie is fucking perfect. We just don't need it. We can just rewatch the old thing. Yeah. We can just, you know, here's the thing. We don't, how about someone in Hollywood actually have a fucking idea? And Chloe's gonna deafen me with this merciful shit. Like, you know, I was I was initially excited about the potential of a Xena remake, and then I was really just like... Okay, but what's his tits from fucking... Yeah, I was just like, I don't really want anybody but Lucy and Renee to play these roles. Like, I don't. I also didn't want that shitbag from fucking The Hundred who wrote Flex's death scene like that. No, I know. I mean, I know, <laughs> he, I know he made promises, but... Come, come to our live taping in Vancouver if you're here, because I'm going to go off about that guy. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Vancouverite, come watch us at the Vancouver Public Library. November 10th, 3.30 at... to 4.30. Yeah. Uh, it's free. It's free. There's no cost involved. Vancouver, we're all broke. We all know this. Come to the library. You don't even need a library card. You can just come in and see us. It's not going to be the same exact format as this because no. it's live. But you will probably see me crying in person over Alex Amber's. It'll so. be more of like an intro sort of episode, but, you know... It'll be something. It doesn't really hurt for us to have another sort of introduction for people who haven't really listened to us before. No, apparently my co-workers are gonna go... I have a new job, so my new co-workers like, I'm gonna go to your thing. I'm like, oh god, please don't. <laughs> you don't need to see this gay train wreck in person. <laughs> Although, apparently, uh, so my bio on uh, <laughs> the podcast website definitely has my preferred pronouns, or not preferred, my fucking pronouns, um, which I don't really use at work because reasons um but yeah so a few people found that and i was like cool 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 awkward conversation incoming on monday <laughs> <laughs> you know you never know they could just be cool and be like all right i'm pretty sure half of the ones that found it are queer so i'm good yeah um but yeah 
Anyway, the soundtrack for this movie is amazing. Is this a related piece? Uh, it might be. I think it is. Which is, like, the soundtrack is very 90s. Like, perfect 90s. Um, if Graham Revel did the soundtrack for The Crow, too, he definitely has a working relationship with Heather Nova, because she did, uh, Believe in Angels for The Crow 2 soundtrack, um, which is one of her best songs, and I wish I had that on my iPod still. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Starts off with Sarah coming to this, um, leaky mausoleum of a house. Like, not just a little bit leaky. It's no, like, it's like... There's, like, rivulets of water yeah. coming down. So my question is, did the... Is that her actual bed, or did the bed just kind of get placed there because the house is creepy as shit? Like, it looks like somebody got murdered in this house, and then it was left alone for 50 years, and yeah. then it was haunted, and then somebody... Like, dusted off the furniture in there, and then they moved in. Like, that's what it looks like. Yeah, this is essentially, this is the murder house. Um, so Sarah moves in this place with her dad and someone who is not her mother, because she's placing a photo of her mother on her nightstand. Um, and I love this outfit of the black mini dress and little heel boots, and, like, this is so 90s. Everything about this is amazing. And the little bangs and the butterfly clips. It's perfect. And you can see in the mirror, the door opens, and the creepy dude with the snake is coming in. Like, the great thing is we are old enough to remember the 90s. Yeah. So. I would love to start a cover band and call it Remember the 90s. <laughs> and just do, like, Veruca Sol covers <laughs> and like PJ, PJ Harvey. Harvey yeah. <laughs> so this this creepy dude with a snake came in um, and said, I found this back. Do you want it? And so. her dad chased him out with, like, a fire poker. So the idea is she is magic. Yeah. This is a very not subtle way of saying she is magic and in, in bringing like the serpents to her. <laughs> serpents. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and her dad just like stabbed the snake because he dropped the snake. So her dad is dropping her off at a ca- very clearly a Catholic school with these fucking creepy ass plaid skirts. Thank maybe God. He, Maybe he's trying to fix her or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, what I'm not really sure on is if they move because she had to kill herself or if they move for other reasons. I'm not really sure. <laughs> He's like, your new mom's going to pick you up. She's like, I'll fucking walk. <laughs> You're not my real mom. <laughs> this sounds like the hip. Okay, fuck, stop that. I went to a... I did a lot of Catholic shit. I mean, Nova Scotia, anyway. I went to a, a Catholic all-girls high school for a year that was not the buffet I was hoping it would be. Um, gross. <laughs> That's a gross way to put it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for your reaction. Um, you said it before, it's still gross. Yeah, I know. Um, and then I went to St. Francis Xavier University. Very Catholic. The priest lived in my apartment complex. Anyway, first sign of misogyny is uh, Skeet Ulrich and his fucking cronies um, looking at Fruzabalk and F. Campbell and Rochelle True and saying, oh, scary bitchler. I thought I was Satan. <laughs> so here we go. Misogyny of the other within five minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bonnie's reading. She has a fucking noose in her locker. What a dramatic bitch. Christ. <laughs> I wasn't even that dramatic in high school. I was an emo motherfucker. I love a woman in uniform. I love the Bush security guard. She's great. 
um, so Bonnie's reading like a daily tarot thing, and and it says that you know, the, the something was coming. There's an element coming, um, and they think it may be the fourth because there are the three Wiccans, and they're waiting for the fourth to call the corners. And who's going to be their fourth? I wonder. Spooky bitch, bitch with the snacks. Yeah, the snacks. Um, so Skeet Ulrich was in Scream. Um, this little shitbag. What was he in? Like, uh, with his lesbian hair? What was he I in? Don't know. He looks. Oh, I forget what he was in. Oh, I hate him so much. Oh, gross. I knew, like, 10,000 guys like this. I'm hyperbole, of course. No, but it's like everyone that you were in junior high with. Absolutely. So, yeah, I saw this. I love how she just rings out in French, and Skeet Ulrich is like, mmm, yes, do you speak French? You can also French kiss, ha ha ha. <laughs> so Skeet Ulrich is on Riverdale, which has apparently gone down some crazy ass. Fuck, what the shit is that? I mean, want to go back and watch this, because I'm like, who is in the FBI? Who's in the cult? What the fuck? Yeah, there's cult members, there's FBI members, there's cult FBI oh my members, God. there's... I, like, and they filmed that shit here? I gotta go find I this. I have no idea. <laughs> I <clears throat> I watched a lot of that show at the beginning and then stopped. Out of thirst. I, I, not even really out of thirst. I just feel like I can should. We, can we just point out that Sarah's doing some weird creepy shit with the pencil and Bonnie's like, oh my god, a witch. <laughs> so is she aware that she's a witch yes. at this point? Okay. Uh, so I think like sort of. Sarah? I think Sarah's aware that she has powers because her mom, it's a very much like a Tara kind of situation where okay. her mom had shit and um, Tara from Buffy. Tara from Buffy. Which we're going to mention in our live episode. Um, so, Bonnie, like, orgasmically gasps at this, and Sarah's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this greasy lesbian's into me? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I, here's, a, here's a terrible thing. I always kind of coded Bonnie as kind of queer, because she was, like, the weird, shy, like, hidden figure. Yeah. <laughs> But she she rolls in the chem class. There is a fucking nun. Jesus Christ. That's the blue nun. Um, and she said she's here, meaning the fourth is here. So it's Sarah. And she's going to ask to sit with these lovely people. Nancy looks so welcoming. Okay. <laughs> I'd be very friend of Nancy. I knew several Nancys when I was in high school. I mean, I knew a couple, yeah. <laughs> I think I basically was, uh... Bonnie? Bonnie. Yeah, yeah. I think you were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember reading a review of this. No, it was Scream. I remember reading a review of Scream um, when I was getting in the horror movies, and someone said about him, Johnny Depp called, and he wants his genetics back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except presumably he's less of a dick than Johnny Depp, so... Supposedly, yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Don't also, they have uh, compared Robin Tunney in this movie to um, a very young Gillian Anderson. I don't really get it. I don't see it, but I can see it the way she moves her mouth sometimes. Kind of. Misogyny number two. Uh, he's calling the, the other witches the bitches of Eastwick to Sarah. And he's basically saying that Bonnie is terrible because she's got burn scars. Mm-hmm. And Nancy's a slut. What? Like, how do you feel like you're going to win a woman over by saying these things? To- and also, he's also saying they're witches. I'm like, I'm like, if someone came to me and was like, this one sleeps around, this one's got burns, and 
I'm not gonna touch the black one because of racism. I'd be like, cool, new best friends. I'm going over there. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I'm like, like, sign me up. I have a, a very sex positive friend, someone who is, you know, who had been through some trauma who I can talk to about shared trauma, and I, I, I don't like how they never actually acknowledge the the blackness until they use a lot of terrible shit later, which we'll get into. And you can tell the entire writing team was white. Yeah. Sounds is, about white. <laughs> it is so unfortunate that Morrissey is a shitty person oh my of God. the highest order. He because is such a garbage There's probably, probably about ten Smith songs, which I love intensely. Yeah. This is and one I of them. Yeah. How soon is now? And I will always love them, but like, definitely Morrissey is not a good person. No. No. If you're gonna listen to the soundtrack, listen to any cover of How Soon Is Now, because it's gonna be just as good. Also listen to Heather Nova, because Heather Nova is super cool. She is amazing. Also, her mom, this is why her name is a Heather Nova. Her mom's from Nova Scotia. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, her mom was born in Nova Scotia, um, and her dad is from Bermuda, and they live in Bermuda. So, her name is like Heather Firth or something. Okay. Anyway, so Sarah is now watching... Meat bag, <laughs> play football, and he's gross. And they're all, and then the witches, as we'll call them, um, are trying to dissuade her from watching him. And Nancy's basically said that he will. She said, "Come on to anything with tits," which I think you could take as a dual meaning. Yeah. Like I definitely knew a couple Nancys in high school and like I, oh, yeah. it, there's like a visceral flashback reaction when I oh, watch yeah. Feruza Bulk as Nancy like yeah. yeah I definitely I think part of why I latched on this is because I very I was aware to a point that I was I was different and I was unaware of how different I was if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so movies like this, where girls were singled out for being different or weird or whatever, I kind of latched onto it as something of like, oh, this is kind of me. Mm-hmm. So I watched this a lot. I watched um, like Ginger Snaps, and I watched um, oh, that movie with Liza Dushku, and she got that hot sex scene. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Any anything that has any sort of other or darkness to it, because I honestly I was not like a happy kid. I mean that's why we watched Buffy probably right. Like, I mean I got super into Buffy as soon as Willow and Tara were a thing. Like, I mean I was into it before that, and then that happened, and I was like ah. Even before Here, I was aware of my goodness. Yeah. Here's an interesting tidbit about my life. Um, so when. Nancy notices that Sarah has a, a scar on her wrist from attempted suicide. Um, she says, oh, you even did it the right way. Punk rock, let's go. I was just like, oh, this is like the first thing I've seen anywhere that acknowledges mental illness and a suicide attempt outside of like, her, 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 you fucking try to kill yourself, murder, you're fucking Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Like, because that was like our reference point in Nova Scotia. Like, oh, if you're fucking Nirvana wannabe. Um, and again, it just adds to the other of of the group and the other of these girls um and I mean like <laughs> I don't think any of them really come from a lot of money because or they're just kind of sh- shitty people because they're all stealing from this very nice lady who owns this 
witchy store. Well, Bonnie is, is Bonnie, right? Bonnie, She's yeah. saying that the big one, even in nature, the big ones steal from the little ones. I'm like, uh, but you're, you're stealing not. from a little one. <laughs> yeah. We and have, you're not, you're not, you're not that You big. are animals, but you're not, you know, you're humans. You're not, like, raccoons. <laughs> I, just, I just had the most visceral memory emerge. Um, <laughs> there was a, so in Nova Scotia, in where I grew up in Sydney, there's this amazing, there was this amazing restaurant bar called the Maple Leaf Bar Restaurant Lounge. Um, and beside that, for years, when I was, whatever age I was when the craft came out, there was this tiny, tiny little hole-in-the-wall store called Annie Lore. And this store was essentially what you see in the craft. And it was this amazing lady who kind of looked like the chick in the craft. Uh, <laughs> who looks a little bit like Jane Seymour. <laughs> a little bit like Jane Seymour after Burning Man. Yeah, more uh, mystical. <laughs> Jane Seymour went on a bender Burning Man, took a lot of acid, and then she yeah, opened a wicking store. But this store was called Annie Lore, and my poor fucking mother, every week when I had my allowance, would drive me in there and like wait till I bought like some fucking like candle or some crystal or some bullshit. Oh my god. I actually bought like a bunch of like um Greek mythology dictionaries and weird little bracelets and my mother, God love her, was just like almost gonna go. Again, we're super cool people. Yeah, we're super chill. So super cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to be our friend. So after they just, like, robbed the store fucking blind, they were walking downtown, I guess, L.A., um, which looks like Maine and Hastings. And this and guy snake with the snake is, here. is back. Yeah. He had a dream about her. So, so this is one of the things that we had. She's clearly, like, the epicenter of the power between the four of them. Yeah, so Sarah's clearly, um, she is the fourth, but she's also the thing that's going to bring all of the power together and this was a little gruesome because this guy with the snake um gets nailed by a car um after sarah looks at him in a very menacing kind of way i don't think she intended to do that though no and this is this is the thing of i think the moral of of using energy and using this kind of thing if you don't hone it and don't do it well Shit like that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell whether she did it or whether it was just that he was in the fucking middle of the road. Yeah, but they're all like, we made it happen. Yeah. Oh god, and they're sitting on some random couch in the field. I'm oh, like, dudes, oh you're gonna get bugs. So many bugs. Please don't. No. So yeah, they just realized that like by their combined powers, like Captain Planet, like, <laughs> they made this guy get hit by a car. <laughs> Which I wouldn't be really celebrating. No, I mean, he was clearly just crazy. I love this line. I may be drawn to her because of some magic thing, but I don't think he was, like, uh, malicious. Yeah, no. This is my favorite line. Man on. Because <laughs> it's, it's so funny, because like, Man on is just, like, a, a name. If God were playing football, man, that would be the stadium they played in. So the natural witch thing, I think that's something that um, ties into Buffy a little bit with Tara and her power. Um, yeah, because Willow has to work at it. Willow had to work at it. Um, 
That's actually an interesting point, because Tara had it naturally, and Willow had to work at it, but Willow, being the fucking bookworm and nerd she was, um, worked really hard at everything and became, like, the best at everything. Worked really hard at the Wicca stuff, and then became, like, the best, which also means most powerful, but also means and then she open went too, too far. Too yeah. far. But also, I mean, that's just Joss Whedon being a misogynistic, homophobic piece of shit. Um, please don't end up me saying Joss Whedon is a homophobic, misogynistic piece no. of shit. Because he I is. Mean, and I mean, there were lots of good things about Willow and Tara and their relationship. And I will yeah. not diminish that at all. But, oh my god, no. But, it helped a lot of us. But Tara dying the way she did and Willow... Like basically committing these hideous acts, and then it was just mm. so this is not. It was not. <laughs> I think there is this really horrible thing that's perpetuated throughout history of witches being terrible. I mean, Salem was a thing. There's a movie called The Witch. Like whatever. Um, it's all there. So, of course, pop culture media is going to latch on to witch as bad. That's the thing. Um, but when you get into this whole thing, it all boils down to full-on fucking misogyny and trying to keep women in their place. And if a woman has power, agency, individuality, mm-hmm. that's bad. We gotta knock that down. And it fucking sucks. And I have to... I don't love a lot of Kate Leth stuff. Um, I do love her commentary on Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Um... But I do love that she actually co-wrote uh, a Marceline the Vampire Queen comic called Seeing Red, where the gays live, have a happy ending, as a full-on fuck you to Joss Whedon. It's great. It's great. It is fucking great. And honestly, like, I will forever hate Joss Whedon for that episode, amongst other things. Um, any writer, journal <coughs> who says... Um, I idolize Joss Whedon and all of his works, uh, and I hope to be like him. And we're not saying that Joss Whedon hasn't done good things, because he has. Oh, yes. But he's also proven himself Hot, to be... Hot Meat actually has a conversation. Hush is one of the best episodes of TV in the 20th century. There's so many, like, we love Buffy. We'll always love Buffy, but there's so many things that are just sit very wrong with us yeah. with Joss Whedon, and that's just how it is. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, the fact that he, he full-on did the trope, I'm just like... I will not forgive that. And then he equated... He essentially equated witches, lesbianism, with dark magic and bad things, and then... Just the... Oh, the fucking trope. I'm just... I'm so mad. I'm so mad about everything. We'll go over this more in the live episode when we do it, but I'm just like, ah! Oh. We're basically entirely talking over this movie, but that's okay. We just feel very strongly. Yeah. Anyway. But this is the thing, like, this is what we do. This is why our thing says we go off on tangents. Um, so Chris and, and Sarah met up, and he is now spreading rumors that they had sex, and she was terrible. I'm sorry, Chris is really misogyny. Chris being yeah. uh, Misogyny number four? Yes, and I would not say that this movie is misogynistic, but its characters are, and that's a big part of the theme. It's there. And I mean, the buildup of the misogyny is... I mean, you can understand why these girls are like, fuck these guys. Fuck you. Yeah, see, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) This just makes me so upset because, honestly, I went to school with so many boys who are just so... 
awful. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Right from the misogyny to the full-on racism. I also feel really weird about their team being called Dogs. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, could you not have found a better fucking name? Because that's a lot. And kind of shitty to equate women with dogs. Anyway. Shark! Oh, you're such a oh, fuck. God, I fucking hate her. What's her name? Laura? Lizzie? Laura Lizzie? Laura Lizzie. That's her name, yeah. I was going to... Turn this up. Nope. Oh, no, wait, wait. That's just one of Rochelle's little nappy hairs. <laughs> Who the fuck says this? Oh, my God. Yes. Why are you doing this to me, Laura? Do you think you're funny? You really want to know why? Yes, I really want to know why. Because I don't like Negroids. Oh my god! Okay, here's the thing. You can tell a white person who had some kind of awareness wrote this. Because they wanted... You can tell they wanted to use the N-word. Um, sorry, Rochelle is the character. Rachel's the actress's name. You could tell they wanted to use the N-word. Mm-hmm. But someone was just like, you cannot fucking do that. And we're gonna have to have like a fucking like 21 rating on this. Because fuck that. Um, but... They pushed the envelope on this fucking blonde hair white bitch. Oh my god. And it was just like, you're gonna go there. You're gonna fucking... You know what they wanted to say with that. Imagine being that awful. Imagine being that shitty. Imagine being that much of a garbage heap of a human. Like, wow. Even as a kid, I was like, they did not just say that word. So I I have to applaud whoever wrote the script. Because, like, you could have went there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you wanted to. Uh, but thank you for not. Because, <laughs> like, please, we don't need that. Are we Bonnie's getting treated for burn scars right now? By, um, but- Lena Luther's mom. That's Brenda Strong, yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, just her being an absolute garbage heap to Rochelle, like, fuck. And I do, like, I... I've always been uncomfortable with the use of, the, of that word. I'm not even gonna fucking say it because it's just awful. No, don't. No, I, it's. I, I'm white. I have no reason or excuse to say that word. But, like, just to even put it in a script, I'm like, wow, oh my god, I know where you wanted to go with that. And, I'm like, why? Why did you want to go there? Mm-hmm. Like, you could have you done other things. Yeah, it could have been. But I get, like, they wanted to make her out to be the worst. Like, they literally wanted to make her the worst, so they made her the worst. They made her the worst, and, like, I applaud it, but I'm also just like, oh, oh, that's, oh, that's a lot. I know, we've had this conversation where I'm, I'm super on, on, on edge about racism. Um, I grew up in a place that's very white, um, and was super Very ra- white. Very white and Every very Every time racist. we go there, whenever I see someone who's not white, I'm like, oh my god, thank god. At the same time, I met people... In high school, um, who were I met, I met this uh, super cool chick, um, and she and I said, "Oh yeah, are you from the you're from the place my dad grew up. That's super cool. Oh, maybe your dad knows my dad." And she was like, "Yeah, maybe." And I was like, "Oh, you're a bit standoffish. That's okay. But you know, it's rough school, whatever." Um, so I asked my dad, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know him. He's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's his daughter? Oh, super cool." So like a few days later, she was like, "I asked my dad about your dad. You're cool." 
And I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, your dad's one of the few white guys who was nice to my dad. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm chill with you. Your dad is pretty great. Yeah, my dad actually said to my mom, we're not going to raise our kids in this neighborhood because I don't want kids to grow up around racists. Which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so. I should point out my parents, too, both during this election were like, this recent Canadian election which just happened, were like, oh my god, I really hope... Yeah. You know, they were both really written for Jagmeet Singh. Yeah. The um, uh, Sikh dude wearing a turban. So, that's really ha- yeah. heartening for me. Yeah. My parents have been um, lifelong supporters of a, not, a party who wasn't the NDP. So Not my, conservatives, anyway. Um, so mine, not conservatives either, but... Yeah, but my mom was just like... Are you going to Jagmeet's rally? Please tell him hi. <laughs> He's not going to talk to me, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, here, here we go. Here's my favorite fucking line in the movie. They're on a the bus. Watch out for the weirdos. And Nancy's like, we are those weirdos, mister. And gives him this fucking shit-eating grin. It's really great. Her I face is so great. I latched onto that so much as a kid. Holy shit. Looking back now, I realize why. <laughs> I definitely realize why. Um, so they're going to field trip to... An actual field. <laughs> Love it. Um, oh my god, there's s- palm slicing, isn't there? Uh, possibly. I can't remember. So they're doing some some chanting to um, solidify the circle. <clears throat> um, and and I guess confirm the coven. I'm so bad at this kind of stuff. I don't fucking know. I've never been involved in this kind of shit. Oh, they're all smooching though. <laughs> Yeah, thirteen-year-old me was very much like I am frightened of this knifey situation, but also like I'm into this kisses thing. Can I be a witch? <laughs> if I'm gonna get like powers and kisses, I'm into this. <laughs> some of them are kissing on the lips, and some of them are kissing on the cheek. It's like maybe it's like a, a two-and-two situation. Uh, I don't know. So it basically the whole point of the coven is um, it's better to rush upon this blade than enter with fear in your heart. I um, had Sarah's hair, like, that sort of, it was, like, the racial hair, like, that sort of, like, feathered, like... The feathered kind of bob yeah, thing. I had, it. not a bob, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. As well. Some of you do. Yeah. Oh, no, it's... Fi- oh, this is the only fucking movie that did it right. It's finger pricks. Like, thank God. Fucking... Like, leave it to the witches to do this fucking properly. When y'all slice your palm, I'm like, there's valuable nerves, nerves there's in nerves there. There's nerves and tendons, and like, fuck, you got like a whole, like, opposable thumb you're gonna fuck up. Like, you don't need to do that for drama. It's no, just gonna hurt you. It's gonna hurt you. It's gonna you leave need you to with use your bullshit hand. scar. Listen, my fucking asshole cat cut my palm open, and I still have a fucking scar, and it hurts. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> so now they're doing their blood oath, and... shit. <laughs> And Rochelle's thing is, I wish for the power to not hate those who hate me, like pieces of bleach blonde shit like Laura Lizzie. I drink of my sisters and I ask to love myself more and to allow myself to be loved. And Sarah says to love myself more and let myself be loved by others. <clears throat> That's the sign of a sad person. Mm-hmm. Isn't Nev Campbell like absolutely fucking horrible to work with? Didn't someone knows? say they work with her and she I was think, they were like she is a garbage heap I think so but I and Bonnie's thing is to be beautiful outside and in I mean that's kind of a a throwaway like that could have almost not like everyone's so shit like she has a little band of burns across her yeah. like <laughs> I'm like she's just got some scars on her back and a little bit on her neck like shut up I mean nobody should be shitty to anybody because they're yeah 
physical disfigurements, but I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, you're fine. First, that major. So Nancy's thing was, um, (laughs) take all the power of men on. I'm like, greedy bitch. All right, calm down. (laughs) I read a thing in, oh, I forget what magazine it was. So after they do the blood oath thing, and they're sitting here, um, and all these butterflies appear, a bunch of them weren't actually CGI and fake. Like, a bunch of butterflies did actually appear. Really? Where'd you read that? I want to say Entertainment Weekly or something, like the like the Halloween edition or something, like the October spectacular thing. Okay. Um, but this is the thing of, of horror movies. Sometimes when you mess with this shit, like, shit's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, and, uh, Johnny Depp Jr. is, uh, real intensely staring at Sarah. I'm loving this, like, barrette situation she has going on here. It looks like a dildo. <laughs> so many, like, again, you know, I was born in 1985, so I was around in the 90s, and some of the 90s <laughs> fashions just pain me. I'm like, please don't bring them back. I live through this. <laughs> I'm just like, please don't bring them back. I know you want to, but yeah. don't. Don't do it. No, it's terrible. I mean, no one should ever... If we... Okay, collectively, can we all agree, do not bring back Neon? Like, we don't need to do that. It doesn't even bother me if you bring back Neon, but you don't need to bring back these hair clips. Okay, I mean, specifically, like, the shit my mother would buy for me that I thought was really cool, and we all thought was really cool, where you have a pair of shorts that are four kinds of Neon... There's, like, panels in front and back that are, like, yellow, green. Different kinds yeah. of neon. Orange yeah. and red. No, don't do that. Um, yeah. Also, however, I will say, I wish I had my neon muscle shirt back, because I would for sure wear that to all the great ass parties. Fair. I would for sure wear that to You don't need eight kinds of neon No, I would need, like, at two. At the same time, yeah. <laughs> Maximum two. Maximum two neon. Here's the thing, okay. I can handle neon if Let's- it's, like... If it's, like, two colors. Let's not bring back neon, but if we have to, maximum two. Um, limited to muscle shirts and leggings. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Thank you very much. <laughs> Seconded? Seconded? Controversial opinion. Controversial opinion. Yeah. Two, two patches of neon per outfit. <laughs> uh, and they're in church, which is horrifying for me. And uh, Chris appears to be brainwashed, and his friends are calling him the Stepford Boy. Misogyny. Because the Stepford wives are all the ones who are fucking brainwashed by their husbands and good little housewives. Oh, yeah. And Nancy could not give less of a fuck. <laughs> She's <laughs> reading some fucking nonsense in church. I thankfully did not have to go to church. But doesn't Nancy like Chris and she's just being surly? She, uh, I think she likes him in like the you spurred me kind of way. So no, I think she likes him, and I feel like this bit is like unnecessary. I'm like, you don't need to fabricate this like tension between these girls just for the sake of like. Heteronormativity. Misogyny. Misogyny and heteronormativity. Okay, here's the thing. I will only accept a craft reboot if it's super fucking gay and nobody dies and there's at least two of them having sex. Yeah. Like, give me some fucking witch sex and I'm in. (laughs) So they're doing the Liza Feather Stiff as a Board thing, which who, okay, honestly, raise your hand who tried this in high school. Not me. Okay, half of us raised our hands. (laughs) 
she try it with? I had a bunch of friends who went to see this with me. I had a friend who, like, legit thought she was, like, this otherworldly witch. Like, okay. I had some weird fucking friends. Um, yeah, no, I had a couple of friends who were, like, super into this and, like, had all the, like, fucking guardians of the watchtowers of the north whatever 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 like shit written down like notebooks for, for us to like call the corners and i was like i'm not doing that okay well first of all i didn't have many fr- many or at all any friends <laughs> and secondly i did not believe i had any sort of otherworldly powers so uh no i never believed that but i had some weird fucking friends. so but they're doing the thing the lives of feathers of support kind of bullshit and rochelle is floating rochelle is floating which is just, oh, they're so powerful. But I mean, this is this is the thing. Like, find me a good warlock movie. I don't know if there is one. I mean, Sabrina's got the thing where there's like witches and warlocks and whatever. But like, mm-hmm. Sabrina's fucking nonsense. I mean, it's fun. It's fun it's nonsense, nonsense, but it's nonsense. Yeah, I love Faruza Falk's face right now. This where is it's just not like, good acting from Faruza. No, it's just like it's the William Shatner like cartoon <laughs> gif. Like, oh. God, I'm shocked. Like, she's just, like, shakily bringing her hands yeah. very slowly to her face. It's like, no one does this. Which <laughs> she's like, how do I get down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely, definitely 100% tried this a few times. <laughs> I'm assuming it did not work. It did not fucking work. I got clean towels for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you girls doing drugs? <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting high. <laughs> Are you okay? You gotta try it. I mean, wait. Okay, here's the thing. I I use the friend the friend word very loosely. Um, I I did not have a great elementary junior high experience. Nope, neither did I. High school was less shitty, but still not great. University, you know, I had. Like, full-on legit hate crimes directed at me. Anyway, um... So, when I say friend, I mean, like, people I hung out with peripherally who I was fine enough to hang out with I'm sorry, I'm very... There's some intense snipples here. <laughs> oh, those are some nips. Yeah. Did the budget run out for bras when they bought all them fucking rosaries and dog collars? <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus, I'm counting like, at least 17 nipples in this scene. Um... Where was I? Sorry, the triples distracted me. Friends. Anyway, yes, friends. So we we we. So here's the thing: we saw this movie and we're like, oh, we're all witches. I'm like, you're all fucking witches. I'm in. I'm into this, but like, with a healthy distance. I fucking love that where uh, Sarah pulls out Lizzie's hair, and she's like, oh, I saw a bug. They have shampoo for that bitch. Like, go fucking shower you. But also like the fucking like shaming of sluts. I'm like, oh god, just stop that. Um, I mean, all together. All like, together to stop within that. Within society, can just we stop, stop that? Can we just stop that? Um, but yeah, I had, I had friends who were like into this thing. Like, let's do Bloody Mary. Let's go. I'm like, that's not a thing. And like, it is. I'm like, okay, here's the thing. If you go to a dark room and your eyes adjust long enough and there's weird in like refractions of light coming in from like the crack of the door frame and the nightlight, like you're going to have weird shit pop up in your vision. It's not fucking Bloody Mary. That However, scared the shit the blue out of me, is a real thing. Anyway, what? the Bloody Mary thing scared the fucking shit out of me. I never Bloody did Mary's it. Bloody Mary is not real. I know, I know, but I never, I never did it because I was. It literally scared me to the point where I was nauseated. The, I feel really bad for Bonnie in the scene where she's just like, "Take my scars." I'm like, "It's 
society has ruined this chick so much that like her back scars are the reason she does not think she's beautiful. I know. Like, fuck beauty culture. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. And I'm like, yeah. I, again, they're not even that bad. Here's the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny someone's trauma. I'm not gonna like take away from someone's pain. And yeah, I mean, sure, she was clearly had. Oh, fuck you, Laura. You fucking racist bitch. Like, she clearly went through some shit, and she has a bunch of fucking scars. But the fact that she is at this point now where it's like, I have all these scars on my back. <coughs> I am unworthy of love and affection. Like, fuck off, society. Like, Jesus. And I mean, truly, I do understand that, because again... You have I, a bunch of scars. I do have a disability. I have massive scars on my head. Uh, I have paralysis on my left side. My arm is, my left arm is what you would sort of equate with like someone who has cerebral palsy. You know, it's like disfigured and my arm doesn't really go like sit normally. So I totally you understand. Get it, yeah. I totally understand. Um, society is just really crap about these things. If you're not cis, cishet, white, able bodied, you're probably in for a fight. That's kind of how it goes. And I mean, I was even... I mean, well, she is too, but I was relatively lucky because I am otherwise pretty okay looking. Not yeah. to be super narcissistic, but like, you know what I mean? I am stereotypically like... Yeah, no, you're... Uh, I'm just gonna decent. say this as your spouse, like you're fucking hot. No, I'm decent looking, but like I definitely have this visible disability which has made a lot of people in my past make fun of me a lot a lot can we just acknowledge really quickly that um now that the spell has been done on laura lizzie um rochelle's been able to to dive and and catch the eye of her white coach um (laughs) anyway so now bonnie is also getting treatment from lena luther's mom and it appears that the treatment has worked so her scars are gone. Or at least severely diminished. Severely diminished. And again, issues with the whole your value is based on looks. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. And this isn't just me saying this as an ugly person. <laughs> you're not ugly. <laughs> kind of am, but it's fine. No, you're not. Me and the Fremont troll could be twins. That's great. Um, at the same time, though, I understand that being uncomfortable in liter- literally in your own skin is... A detriment to enjoyment of life. Mm-hmm. Also, fuck these two dudes who literally called her a scary bitch uh, and are now like, I will fuck you because you aren't disfigured. It's gross. Um, yeah, those guys are disgusting and actual men are like this and that's gross. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally thought that nobody was ever going to love me because of my disability. I really thought that. Yeah, and that's a terrible fucking thing to happen because of society. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, like, I met you on the internet. <laughs> um, and when you told me that you had a disability, I was just like, oh shit. Okay, you type really fast for using one hand. Um, is there anything I can do to make our communications easier? Like, would you rather we do voice calls? <laughs> and I was like, no, I can type real fast. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. Um, and then when we got together as a couple, I was just like, so give me your rundown of like, what's okay sensation wise, because I don't want to put you in a position where you're uncomfortable. 
And I don't want to make you awkward or unhappy um, as in part of this partnership. So, I don't know. I just, honestly, I also thought I was going to die 25. So, hey. <laughs> anyway, again, we're very... <laughs> Uh, you can tell we're very, very evenly matched here. <laughs> and again, understand the other factor of this movie. Yeah. Uh, so there's this Jesus, whole fucking... That's, that's fucking loud. Um, so Nancy's garbage stepdad in his fucking pseudo-white nationalist getup um, just tried to attack her mom and she screamed at him. And now there's like a fire and shit going on and he and appears to be having a heart attack. I mean, yeah, he's kind of shitty, and he also kind of, like, sort of sexually harassed her, and, like, was like, you're looking too sexy in your fucking house cow. I'm like, maybe you're just disgusting. Definitely, he's just disgusting. Yeah. Any, any school that has, like, a, a dress code for girls, but not for boys, and it's at the distraction of the teacher, I'm like, maybe you just stop employing pedophiles. Maybe just stop hiring child molesters to teach your classes, and you'll be fine. Um, anyway, so her gross stepdad died, um, and he had a pension plan for whatever place he worked at. I love this. This is, he had a very large benefit plan. I'm going to laugh in Vancouver in a minute. Laughs, laughs in Vancouver, right? <laughs> Bill Paxton light here. He looks like Bill Paxton. $175,000. That would be a down payment for a studio apartment in Vancouver. I'm just gonna chug my beer right now. Hey, it ain't nothing though. No, it's enough. It's it's that could pay our rent for several years. Yeah, <laughs> that could pay our rent for two years. It'd be great. But I mean, in 1996, I actually I'll do the calculations. In 1996, what was 175 thousand dollars? You don't need to do the calculations. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like they're living in a trailer. Who and they clearly have nothing, so they can live somewhere. They nice. can live somewhere nice, and clearly they do. Like, do you think we killed him? Not at all. <laughs> I'm glad you're all in consensus of this. Not a fan of the casual slut shaming. No, I'm never okay with casual slut shaming. No. Like I had, I had friends. Keyword being had, um, not for reasons of sleeping around, but I had friends who. Definitely, we're like by the end of the summer, I'm going to sleep with X number of guys, and I was just like, "Cool, I, I go for it. I support this. I don't want to hear details of penises because that's not my jam, but that's fine. Um, but I'm not going to ever shame someone for wanting to sleep around because, like, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't like this couch. <laughs> no, what I'm offended by is this fucking couch. That couch is ugly. Also, this whole fucking Connie Francis jukebox. Like, don't... Why? At least had Nancy Sinatra. Get some boots made for walking on there. Jesus Christ. I mean, good for her for getting her jukebox. I mean, live your, dream, place, like, live your best life. Get your, Connie Francis Set your goals. Now. Set your goals. Do your, do your thing. Um, she looks like she could be... In Glace Bay, I'm sorry, I have literally seen women at the bars at home dressed like her mom. <laughs> I also want to get a picture of that and tag, uh, tag Tracy Martina on Instagram. Like, oh, I didn't know y'all you on the craft. Good job, guys. <laughs> Around the same time of filming as this, um, Robin Tunney 
uh, had either been filming or has just finished filming Empire Records, um, in which she has a mental breakdown and shaves her head and also has a suicide attempt. Um, And at at one point, uh, Renee Zellweger says to her, uh, shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Uh Sinead O'Rebellion. A reference to Sinead O'Connor, the shaved head. Um, So this entire time, she is wearing a wig. Yeah, but it's That's right. Yeah, the entire time she's wearing a wig. Because she had had to shave her head. She had to shave her head for the role. Um, So, good job. Honestly, I will, again, I will give credit where it's due. She looks like she has natural hair, and they make it look cool. This is the only time I'm like, yeah, the CGI is, like, very 90s. But the wig still looks like it's part of her head. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good job. Where is Fruzabalk gone? I remember her being in this... Um, American History X, some weird sports theme movie. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't know. Cause she wasn't a bad actress. Like she's she's pretty good. I mostly know her from this. You haven't seen American History X? No. She's the Nazi's girlfriend. That movie is actually quite powerful, but also very disturbing. I should probably watch it. Yeah, I will tell you when to not look at stuff though, because there's a couple of scenes where I'm just like, mm, "That's not that's that's uncomfortable." So, um, after the glamour and and Sarah changing her hair and changing her eyes and <clears throat> proving she's slightly more powerful than everybody else, um, she's at home, and uh, Johnny Depp Light is sitting on her garden wall yelling at her, and it's three in the morning. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich, aka Thank you. Chris, yes. Yeah, moving we're together moving at together. 17. Is this Jesus Degrassi? This Christ. is some Degrassi bullshit. Well, it's just that, you know, I can't stop thinking about you. And That's nice. I don't know why, but I think I love you. And I've never loved anyone before except maybe my mom and, and all this little puppy that I had when I was little. <laughs> She's just like, shut the fuck up, I hate you right now. Just go. Please no, go home and go to bed. Wait, please, Sarah, please. Look, I don't know what's happening to me. I, I, I can't eat. I can't sleep. Uh... I like her dad is just like what the fuck nobody can help me <laughs> the fucking pure drama of that is so good. nobody can help me <laughs> she sounds like uh, Marina from the Alford what can I do for you today <laughs> this Jane Seymour bitch <laughs> Jane Seymour Marina fucking combo it must run its course not like how she's like missing, like it's like saffron and like sage. Too magic is neither black nor white. It's both because nature is both loving and cruel. I mean that's pretty. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Like makes it's, sense. Yeah. I get it. Can I just point out that Bonnie is wearing the fucking symbol that the um, Miriam is wearing from the Hunger? Oh really? <laughs> just look. Just look. Just look. Whatever you send out. Get back oh, so she's referencing the rule of the three. The rule of three. Here. Yeah, so, yeah. That, so yeah. they had no idea here. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, I kind of still want to do an episode with the hunger because that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Ma'am! Ma'am! So, 
So one of our dear friends recommended that we watch The Hunger, and we watched it on Christmas Eve, and now it's like our Christmas Eve. It is our Christmas Eve. We get blind drunk, have pizza, and watch The Hunger. So we can't do it this year because we have a family thing on Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, I'm still going to get blind drunk and watch The Hunger. Okay. <laughs> you, you doubt my dedication to drinking with your family. I will take Granny down shot for shot. <laughs> oh, oh, if anybody is in Seattle... Uh, in January, and you want to take some fucking East Van queer beer nerds around for some, some drinks, we'll be there to see Dessa, which I I can't talk about a lot because I'm going to start crying, because mm. Dessa is like one of my all-time favorites. Um, I'm not as much of a fan, but I do like some songs. Yeah, I'm, I literally cried when we bought tickets to see her. Um, so we're going to see Dessa in Seattle. So if you're in Victoria and want to hang out, let us know. If you're in Seattle in January, let us know. Um, I'm sorry if I cry during the show, because, like, it's... Oh, podcast here. Um, but yeah, so we're doing that. And then again, the convention in August. Uh, and now that I have a job that actually is, is reasonable, and I'm not working for man children... <laughs> Um, I have vacation time, so we're gonna go to Victoria, Seattle, uh, the the Zena Convention, um, and probably spend a bit of time in LA. I think so. We have a friend there, so two friends. Marcy, yes, Marcy's moving there. Yeah, so we have two friends in LA. Um, I want to go see the Queen Mary. So if y'all want to come, hey, Roz Dresfles, uh, hey, boo. Fucking come hang out with us, the Queen Mary. <laughs> We're nice people. We're nice people. We're from very nice, polite Canadian gays. And we're not gonna meet Podcat, even though he's here. I love. I was gonna point out as soon as they started like doing the fucking witchy shit, Podcat woke up and was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, this is this is hilarious. They went to the beach with all their fucking sacrifices and bullshit, and. <laughs> Um, Podcat had been in a deep fucking sleep, and as soon as, like, volume's been the same, uh, but as soon as the, the invoking of the spirit happened, Podcat is awake and raring to go. He's Roman. And he's Roman, and he's clawing at my knees. Hi. How are you? And he's purring. He's, he's just having a time. That's loud. Jesus, So this is, this is the, the trivia. Um... With the circle of candles, when they were they were invoking the spirit, um, when the waves came up and and you can see the you can actually see the waves. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can actually see the waves. The waves come up and like put the candles out. Sorry, Podcat is real aggressive right now. Hi, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> we we hope you actually enjoyed the photos of Podcat. So yeah, when she says went on filmy, like a bunch of weird shit happened. <laughs> I like how Michelle wakes up. Is he here? <laughs> like, it's like she's expecting to see like a demigod <laughs> standing on the beach. Okay, can we just acknowledge this weird like pointy collared leather jacket that like has just transcended time and space that like everything we've watched recently has? I mean, I basically have that. You jacket. have that jacket. Alex Dammers has that jacket. Kelly Olsen has that jacket. Uh, Batwoman has that jacket. <laughs> Nancy is walking in the water I'm like Jesus at this point. It's all good. Um, Nancy went on a fucking journey across the water and can feel him running through her veins, which I'm pretty sure is probably not good. I'm pretty sure that's not good. If he's still in you, I feel like that you should maybe call a doctor. Yeah. Or a, a priest or something. 
Why is she wearing a Catholic necklace? A Catholic necklace! No, like a crucifix. A rosary! Okay, I didn't know the crucifix. That was the best thing you've ever said. No, it's a cross thing. A Catholic necklace. The rosary. No, the rosary is the bees. That's what she's fucking wearing. She's wearing a fucking rosary. It's a fucking rosary. It's a rosary. Listen, I I had... Because they went to a Catholic, they're going to a Catholic high school. When you get confirmed, yeah, but you fucking she get take one. Yeah, take it off for her personal no. time? No. Not the other ones have it on, do they? No. I, I've known many people who wear them. <coughs> Just because. <laughs> like, necklace? You mean to me. No, this is the cutest fucking thing. Oh my god. I love, I love how I'm so ingrained in, like, Catholic nonsense. And you're like, they do Catholic necklace. I'm going to text Mona. I don't know this shit. No, it's going to be amazing. Um. I am completely awesome. Um. Yeah, I The thing is, with, with the, with the rosary and with the crucifix, you can, uh, you can very easily distort that to, um, something that's not Catholic and not Christian. This is this is why um, uh, there's a, there's supposedly there is a, a room in my old dorm um, that has been walled off and locked up um, because there was a crucifix on the wall that would repeatedly um, invert itself. Mm. That's fucked up. Yeah, so I, I lived in a, in a dorm um, that used to house all the nuns on campus. Um, and the first year I lived there was the first year the nuns did live there. Um, but it was also the place where uh, a nun and a priest had an affair. The nun became pregnant. The nun killed herself by jumping off a balcony. And the priest hung himself in the underground tunnels weaving through the campus. Um, so a lot of weird shit happened. Listen to the Halloween episode. It's going to be great. Um, but there's, there is a room um, that has been walled off because when the nuns did live there, there were a few on every floor and every room had a crucifix. And one or two rooms used to have crucifixes that would hang normally and then at three in the morning, um, they would scrape around the wall and turn upside down. That's not good. <clears throat> yeah, that's one of the things that would happen. Um, there's also the statue that cried and moved, and there was the uh, the hand, and... Uh, Never good. The stuff upstairs, and... Um, the mail room and the tunnel. I'm just going to do an episode. Was, Halloween. Happy Halloween. I'm going to post some shit. Anyway, so, um, basically they've invoked the power of Menon, not the goalie, um, and now they're kind of realizing, oh shit, we may have gone too far, because now Laura Lizzie looks like, uh, Igor from Young Frankenstein. I mean, she kind of, she, okay, here's the thing, if you're that shitty and racist, you kind of deserve it, but also just like, like, with this one, I'm like, you deserve it because you're shitty. But also, maybe don't go full shit with it. Like, I'm torn. 
I'm torn. I don't know. Like she's just going bald. Like yeah, I'm like fucking go for it. Like she's she's shitty and and go for it. But like, is that the worst thing that could happen to her? Like, no, no. Like she can just fucking deal with it. Like she's clearly rich and white. Like she can buy hair plugs. (laughs) So I'm just like I. Like she's really awful. Yeah, she's really shitty. So I'm just like. Oh, do I feel bad for you? No, not really. I don't want her to die, but maybe I don't want her going to die. Bald, also, just like not, you know. Clearly, all you care about is being white and pretty and blonde. So, yeah, it's probably okay. <laughs> I'm just like I, I just feel conflicted because I'm just like, are we supposed to feel bad that Rochelle feels conflicted? Because I don't. Because I'm like, white bitch deserves it. <laughs> Again, I feel like this movie was written by white people because I'm just like, you could have used Amber, but you didn't, and you're gonna push it. So okay, fine, but thank you for not using it. But also, like, are we supposed to sympathize with the racist white bitch? Like, I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't know. Are we supposed to? I have no idea. Well, because the whole the whole really. thing is like everything they do, they get back times three. So I don't. I really don't feel bad for this. No, I don't. Person. I really don't. So I'm I'm conflicted in the whole love spell thing. Because there's some really hilarious moments in Xena where love spells have happened and it's hilarious and funny and um. But like as a as a it doesn't really work out so well in this one. No. And as a, as a he's rapey. So. Oh, he's super rapey. Actually, no, he actually does try to rape her. So yeah, I know. Okay, and they're actually playing fucking. Is this is this Portishead? Yeah, yeah. He's saying my soul is so gross. Yeah. I also feel like this is the worst choice of music to use for it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the worst music to use. Uh, I'm glad she yeah. gets away from him. Yeah, it's just, it's awful. The entitlement he has. The entitlement, but Jesus. also like, so she used love spell. Fine. But using a love spell does not, in any way, shape, or form, give her the. I don't know, even just like validation to be like rape. Like that is fucking bullshit. No. Like, that's no. Like, I don't care how much you want to, like, how much you want a guy to like you, that doing that spell does not give him full reign of your body. That is no. fucking bull. So, a white dude clearly wrote this. <laughs> a straight white dude clearly well, no, wrote this. No, but I don't think the movie is condoning it, though. That's the thing. No, because so. they definitely go get him later. But I'm also yeah. just like. No, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't think the movie's condoning it. No, but it's also just like. Oh, it just. It, but this is the thing, like. Dudes like that are actual things. Oh, of course. Like, but there are guys. Like, I've met guys. I've been to school with guys like this. Mm-hmm. I actually scared a guy out of my dorm because he was like this. I know. And he was six foot four and two hundred pounds. <laughs> and I am not that big. <laughs> <laughs> so I do appreciate that Nancy was is going full on like ten rosaries in, going for this guy. <laughs> 
But she also wants to sleep with him. But she often sleeps with him, which is, I'm kind of... Yeah, that's, I'm a little... Listeners, I would like to have your opinion on this. What do, what do you think about, if you've seen the craft, what are your thoughts on Nancy, like, coming for this guy to, to ruin him? Um, but also still kind of being into him. Like, is that, what kind of message is that sending? It doesn't feel good, I can tell you that. I don't love it. Don't love it. I mean, I definitely enjoy the, the feminist energy of this movie and, um, the message of, you know, do, do good and, and do well. Um, and, and put good out there in the world. Um... Not super into if you're super rapey, I'm gonna fucking try and rape you. Yeah. Don't love that. Not even not here for the eye for an eye kind of thing. No. Not super into that. Like he's clearly passed out. And he's not into her. I don't feel nice about it. Yeah, I don't like this. And like I'm not gonna name any names, but I, I knew a dude at uh, one of my universities who had had an experience with a girl who drugged him and um, basically kept him conscious enough to have sex with him um, even though he didn't want to and he was basically laughed out of the police station when he said he was sexually assaulted that's horrific that's really bad. Uh, yeah, I he's he was a friend of mine for my my time at the university, and um, I was just like, dude, I I wish I could do more for you. Mm-hmm. It is completely unfair that you are not being taken seriously the way that another girl who had been sexually assaulted was, um, and had dude suspended and kicked off of teams and everything. I'm like, this is completely unfair. You were literally drugged. You had a blood test done that showed you had been drugged. Mm-hmm. Highly unfair. And now Nancy has made herself look like Sarah. Yeah. She she's done the glamour, looks like Sarah, and now he's into it. Uh, misogyny number seven. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, about this all whole of this thing. is definitely again like had I stayed in grad school, the papers I could have written yeah. about all of this shit. <laughs> Now the other three of the Coven are showing up, um, trying to find Nancy. And uh, How's it going? <laughs> Laura Liz is here in a very tragic blonde wig. Um, and she's trying to uh, atone for the racism. And now Sarah has walked in on her doppelganger banging uh, Skeet Elrich. And he's just like, oh fuck! You're a witch. Which I'm sure you could translate into you're a bitch, you're a cunt, you're a whore, mm-hmm. you're a slut. Like, just, just swap it in a word. Yeah. And the only reason you're in love with her is because she cast a spell on you. And she told him uh, he's under the thrall. You were under the thrall of the red shoes. <laughs> and I said, Lily. Yeah, right. Kate Bush, yes. Yes. I will make a Kate Bush reference wherever I can. So, clearly, I think a lot of this with him is, is Nancy's drive for revenge. You don't even exist to me! I mean... You don't even exist. Like, I, I mean, regardless of... Of... 
you know, Sarah's bad experience with him. I don't feel like she should have done that because it's no. fucked. The way you know how to treat women is by treating them like whores when you're the whore. And that's gonna stop. Do you understand? You understand what I'm saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have to commend Fruits Balk for this performance. Like, this is... She's pretty good. She's really good. Um, Jesus. It's Saturday. It's only, like, 8 o'clock. We're good. Um, okay, but here's the thing. I full-on went around to all of the campus bars and the ones off campus with my friends putting up signs warning of the rapist on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, rapists, I should say. Um... I have I literally scared a dude out of my dorm, and he did not speak to me for two years. I also warned my friend about him, um, and he hated me for it. I'm like, good, I fucking hate you too. Don't touch me. Who has not been in the position of Nancy where you're like, okay, this dude has been a rapey piece of shit, and he needs to be stopped, or this dude has been an abusive piece of shit and needs to be stopped. Mm-hmm. Not going to go so far as to say he needs to die, but he needs to be stopped. I mean, we've had experiences with a certain slug um, who is unfortunately involved with some things we're involved with, um, which I'm not pleased about. And if that slug shows up at any of our stuff at the podcast festival, um, I will be asking security to physically remove him because he has sent our friends to hospital. Um, he is physically abused you, emotionally abused you. Um, Mostly emotionally. Mostly emotionally, but still, it's still abuse, and he does not deserve a platform in the city. But he has one, and but he has one, and it's disgusting, and he is a two-faced, slimy motherfucker. I'm hoping he's cleaned up his behavior. I don't think he has, because he is a fucking slug. Um... But this is the thing. Who has not been in Nancy's position where you're like, oh, he's sorry, he's sorry, sorry. Fuck you, you're not sorry. Yeah. There is this horrible double standard of men who it's like, oh, I'm so sorry for this. Whereas women have to full-on produce a thesis-level amount of paperwork to prove, yes, I have been harassed. Yes, I have been raped. Mm-hmm. Whereas men are just like, I apologize. Oh, you're fine. Here, Harvey Weinstein fucking showed up at a fucking thing for... Aspiring actors and comics that in New disgusting. York. disgusting, and then the ones who talk and the ones him who talk were kicked out. out. That is, dis- New York do fucking better. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. It is disgusting, and this fucking double standard is horrifying, and I'm pissed off about it. This went off on a fucking tangent. <laughs> anyway, so now Sarah's hiding in the bathroom, and the trio are after her, and. She's looking very, uh, very Catholic in her little getup, and these two, three are looking like um, Catholic witches <laughs> with their seventeen rosaries combined. This is going to be one of our most like we're not talking with movie at all <laughs> things. We're just going to screech about witches and feminists. <laughs> Can that be our, our tagline? <laughs> witches and feminists. Witches and feminists. Says me, and you know it's true. We don't really Here we go. I'm taking a selfie right now, which is a feminism. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave this for a 
so right now Sarah is hoping to leave the circle because this is getting to be a lot. I mean, like, I mean, you're depressed and suicidal and, you know, sad and you're in this weird coven you didn't expect to be in. Um, and you're trying to leave the this coven and Nancy's like, please leave the school because I will fucking kill you. Okay, but you're also, like, you're not in Salem right now, Nancy. Like, settle down. Oh, Jesus, you're in high school. <laughs> this is the best time to have, like, an old white lady. Go for a walk, Nancy. Sweet <laughs> dreams, Sarah. How have you been sleeping? You know what I really want to watch now is uh, Scream. Mm. And, uh, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. I do appreciate that, that Sarah's first instinct is to leave the witches and go to the the witch store. The witch store. And I love that she is dressed full on in white. <laughs> Looks like she was like in a nightgown when she yeah. woke up. I understand the binding does not work. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. I understand she's, she's inside my dreams. She knows what's going on inside my head. She can read my mind. I understand creepy ass dreams. Like, I've had I'm some. So again, sorry. Halloween, creepy ass dreams. We both have some horrific nightmares all the time. I actually have had the exact same dream as one of my family members. It's fucked up. And I've asked another one about it, and they said, I will not discuss that with you. My mom claims to have dreamt that uh, the family dog, which nearly killed me, attacked me right before it did, which is pretty fucked. That's a little crazy. Yeah. I feel like the members of my family are a little bit in tune with You got things. some, yeah, you got yeah. some magic on there. I also have to acknowledge that, like, this, this... Witches as feminine thing is interesting. What do you mean? Well, because she's she, like she, Sarah's going to her as like a, as a mother figure. Clearly, like mm-hmm. I need some help because like new mom isn't going to be a thing. And but she's saying your mother was a witch. She was a natural witch. She had power. Um, and it's not even this like. It's not a it's not a creepy thing in the way that like if she was going to like a dude would be it was no. it's full on like I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. She just really wants to help her. Yeah, she's like I'm gonna do good by you. I'm gonna. I get that you're going through some shit. I'm gonna help you out. Mm-hmm. Again, power of feminism, like. <laughs> Good feminists will will do this. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shitty feminists are like fuck you and your fucking power. <laughs> <laughs> like turfs, fuck turfs. Um, yeah, fuck turfs always. Yeah. Also, if anybody in Toronto was listening, um, we have been retweeting the fuck out of your your push to get the anti-trans uh, 
speaker out of your space um and we're very sorry um and yeah, if anybody's been happening here too. it's been happening here too um if anybody wants to jump on a, a skype call or a, a cast thing um to discuss how to make queer spaces more inclusive we're we're happy to to have a conversation and, and promote it Okay, I feel like at this point Sarah should be like, why is Nancy calling to tell me my dad and my new mom, like, went away? Like, like that's fucked. Like, you should just be like, okay, you're clearly nuts, and I'm gonna, like... <laughs> What's the point in the game? Like, she's clearly wearing, like, the the white, the virginal color, the blue, the color of Mary. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas the other three are wearing, like, the dark crucifixes and whatever. Um, I mean, this is clearly coming from, like, a, a lapsed Catholic, recovering Catholic standpoint so so it sounds like your parents have died in a crash sounds like they have died but it's nancy going going ham with the powers um and again it's this it's this it kind of comes back to the the rule of three thing where oh so many snakes oh a lot of snakes don't like snakes i don't mind the snakes that's a lot of snakes Oh, lizards! They're so cute. Oh, spiders! Oh, not good. oh no! There's rats. Oh, there's snakes and rats. I don't like all of that. I can handle everything but the spiders. Nope. I don't, don't like, like the any of that. That all of that is gross. Don't like any of that. Oh, so many snakes! Oh fuck. Anyway, so this whole thing is Nancy is very powerful, and there's a lot of snakes. Oh my god. So, I'm not a fan of snakes. I have a weird childhood trauma situation with snakes. Not even, like, anything bad. It was just, like, we had, like, the snake guy come into my school. Did anybody else have the snake guy who came into their school to, like, do talks? Maybe, but it and bring been, snakes. like, all cool snakes. Okay, no. I Initially, I was a like, cool snakes, and then but it was the day I literally got, like, one of the worst flus of my life, and I was, like, okay. throwing up. That's fair. Like, fever, nausea, chills, like, shitting fire. Like, it was just bad. Um... <laughs> for like four days it was not good and the last thing i remember is touching this like mountainous snake so now i'm just like snakes are terrible um but also rats with the tails i was like i'm not into any of that that is horrifying oh there's maggots oh Uh, my god maggots are always horrible maggots are always horrifying oh there's a rat on the shoulder oh my god we had a mouse in our old apartment in the west end and i literally wanted to burn the place down it was so terrible so we were out for a walk um, in, I think it was Richmond, with you and your parents and the dog. We were babysitting this lovely little Russell's Griffin. So cute. This disgusting little crusty beard. He's so cute. He though. is the best. I love him oh, so much. So, I miss him. So he lovely. is delightful. Miss I, him. I yeah. wish his parents would bring him to us again. Um, but so Chloe and, and her dad were walking ahead of her mom and I. Um, and there's maybe like a good like four or five feet between the two groups and a snake just jumped across the path and hissed at Chloe's mom and I and had fangs it's not fucking hissing and it hissed at us and um I don't know who jumped on who but there's definitely like jumping on each other and screeching scenario uh because snakes are evil and disgusting and Mm -hmm. horrifying they're fine uh no and then the same uh (laughs) same vein we were walking along the the snake lake on vancouver island with chloe's parents and uh a snake jumped down the mountain at me and and hissed uh and came for me 
and I ran like a half a kilometer up the trail, and your dad was very impressed at how fast I ran. You're extremely brave. Uh, <laughs> shut up with uh, a fucked up ankle. And honestly, her dad was like, oh, I didn't know Sarah could move that fast with a fucked up ankle. <laughs> I was like, listen, when there's a snake hissing at me, I'm going for it. Oh, and now the witches are here and they're all floating. I kind of hate that they're like all conv- trying to convince her to I kill herself. I don't like this. Like, this it's is, awful. This is, an- this is anti-feminist. I don't like this. It's very anti It was anti-feminist. so good for so long. And I then know. it's terrible. And so the movie was, okay, so I would say it was kind of feminist for a while. And then it got kind of shitty at the end. And I feel like with Nancy saying she's weak and using magic against them as a weakness, I'm like, I don't think it's weakness. I think it's it's a sign of good morals. Yeah, she just doesn't want to go as far as they they do. Which is fair. Yeah, I mean, you're all floating kind of creepily. Uh, and and Sarah's like, I don't want to be shitty. But she just, like, doesn't want to kill people, you know? I think, yeah, and I think this is, I, you could probably say this for, like, a lot of religions. Like, you don't want to go so far as to, to hurt. True Christians, true believers, true whatever. You don't want to go so far as to hurt people. You want them just to to be happy and do their thing. Whereas Nancy is like, I'm going to fucking slit your own wrist because yeah. I'm fucking crazy. Like, you know, I'm not super big on religion, but I do know Christians who actually are in, in line with the main tenets and, like, oh, yeah. actually are not shit. Like, I really do. Yeah, no, we, we know a couple of Christians who are super cool and are like, oh, you guys are real, real excessively gay? Cool. Not even, not even just the gay ones, just, like, some who are No, 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 we know. know Christians who are just, who know us as... Oh, yeah. Super gay, gender nonconforming, um, technically, at some point, have been living in sin, in their definition. And they're like, cool. And they're like, cool, you're good people? You're doing, you're doing good in the world? Oh, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're nice people and you, you take care of your cat and you help out others when you need. Okay. So you're doing all the good shit. That's fine. I can't shit on that. I can't. No, what I will shit on is people like, um, the family I've disowned, um, for reasons of who I literally have been told, join the military. It will straighten you out. The literal and figurative sense of that word. Um, and... <laughs> this is so traumatic, um, and and the ones who are just like oh, you have to you have to follow this way of life, otherwise you're going to hell. No, if no. you actually like, here's the thing: I as a as a heathen, as a gay train wreck heathen, I have actually kind of studied religion, and I'm just like Jesus is kind of a chill dude. Like he's like, be nice, accept people, share your wealth, be cool. Help people out. Just just don't be a dick. Uh, and I think a lot of Christians, especially Catholics, like my fucking shitty family, uh, forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of your family has kind of forgot that. Like, don't be a dick. Don't be shitty. Don't be racist. Uh, <laughs> Not like my immediate family, but... No, your extended yeah. family who we don't talk to anymore. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like, I... I'm not religious, neither are you. If I was to be anything, Wicca sounds cool. That sounds fine. That's this all this is like, yeah, okay. 
put out what you get back. Every religion has problems, but also just like so many of it makes more sense than like straight up Christianity. Mm-hmm. And the people who are like, I'm a Christian, I'm like, ah, I have questions. But again, there are people who are Christian who actually do it right, so. Those who do it right, I applaud you because there were so few of you in the world. But the ones who do it right, I'm like, I have utmost respect. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're my, my, at my new job, like, I'm, <laughs> I have two costumes for Halloween. I have the workplace-appropriate Pikachu costume, and then the I'm going to go as a priest to uh, my favorite bar and then see the exorcist costume. But I'm not going to wear the priest costume at work because I feel... Uh, hello, podcast. Because I think that there are people at my office who are probably Catholic, and I don't want to, like, offend them because... It, and you're not a total dick. I'm not an so. asshole. Like, I'm not going to be, like, this dickhead who rolls in a fucking, like, gay priest costume with, like, aviator shades. Like, what's up? I'm George Michael as a priest. Like, that's, I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, like, gay priest for the village people. But I want to... I still have fun with Halloween, but I'm also, like, I'm going to be aware of things. And if you if you are... If you're doing it well, you're doing it well. If you're not doing it well, well, then... Yeah. You're picking and choosing what you do with your religion. Yeah. Oh, my garbage heap of a grandmother died. Like, evil hangs on for a long time. Evil will fucking stay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, it was very uncomfortable for me to stand there at the, at the wake with that old bat in a box. And please leave all this in. With that old bat in the box. And have so many people come in. Oh, she was so lovely. Oh, my God. You must have loved her. Oh, she was so fun. And I'm like, she was abusive. She was shitty. She was racist. She was so homophobic. Mom even fucking told me, please never tell her that you're gay. It's going to ruin her. And I was like, well, I could tell her that and she'll die earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Like... It's just one of those things where I'm just like, I don't... We're talking over all this movie again, <laughs> but anyway. Um, the whole point of, the, of all this conversation is what you put out, you get back. And if you're a good person, if you're if you're actually following the test of Christianity, if you're following the the beliefs or everything, you're going to... You're going to get it. So right now, Sarah has realized that Nancy is... It's just Nancy at this point, fucking with her. Um... And now she has cockroaches and snakes, and she's doing a full Medusa thing. So everything Nancy has put out, Sarah has taken and put back to Nancy to get back threefold. I love that. Relax, it's only magic. But I also feel like, at this point, her saying that is like, you're really fucking with Nancy, because Nancy's full on unhinged at this point. Oh yeah. Like, Nancy's not doing well. It's not really an excuse. It all got out of hand, and I'm sorry. Yeah, this I'm a little crazy. It's out of hand. I'm sorry. Like, how many dudes have said like, "Oh, I was just a little bit drunk, and things mm. escalated." I'm sorry. I do appreciate hers. Like, I'm sorry. Good. I appreciate that. Um, as soon as Nancy let her defenses down, it was just like, 
I'm gonna try and trick you into thinking I'm okay. Sarah's like, I'm having none of this. Yeah, I bind you, Nancy, for doing harm to others and to yourself. Basically, that's what yeah. she's saying. Yeah. That is a binding spell. Could you take your knee on my kidney? That'd be really nice. <laughs> Thank you. I could do with, like, way less slut-shaming and name-calling, but still. I mean, always. Always. Forever. 100% always forever. Um, I'm still very conflicted as to how I feel with the ending. Um... Because, uh, I mean, I've, I've clearly Nancy was made to be the the ultimate villain and and the bad guy of the movie and the the bad guy equals crazy, which I've never been a fan of. Like that's mm. not a thing you should ever do. Like that's terrible. Like, can we just go over the trope of equating mental illness with villain? Like we just need. It's very tiresome. It's very tiresome. Like, can we just, you know, like, okay, here's the thing. As a, as a queer person, like, all my favorite Disney characters were the gay villains, and can we just stop that? Mm-hmm. Because y'all are giving us really good fucking role models. <laughs> However, I will say that Ursula is amazing. I mean, we all love Ursula. Everyone loves Ursula. Like, who uh, doesn't? I mean, Ursula is amazing. Like, I mean, but she's, like, living in a, a skeleton with her fucking eels and a slime, slime yeah. bag. Um, don't love that. But, I mean, can we just fucking stop with, like, the, the gay villains is terrible. Like, can we just fucking stop with the whole... And can we just stop with this whole thing of, like, women as bad and women as other and women as evil? Like, if we can just have, like, women be happy for a while? Yeah. I'd be cool with that. <laughs> can, we just, can we just have some happy ladies? <laughs> Especially some fucking happy queer ladies. I would love to see that. <laughs> we have a few. I can count them on two hands. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm not even fucking joking. I can count them on two fucking hands. <laughs> but let's have more. I mean, at least these two are apologizing. Are they apologizing out of pure oh, no. remorse or is it out of fear? Honestly, not sure. Because, I mean, she says, I didn't, think it was go- I didn't think it would go that far. So, is it out of pure... So yeah, she even says like it was a glamour, it was a joke. Like oh my god, lol. It's it's intriguing that they're like oh we know powers. Oh my god, I love that. That is a fucking read. <laughs> Hold your breath until I call. And Michelle says she has no powers, and then it's just full on the fucking like dramatic witch energy wind with the yeah fucking with the chanting like Zedich. Uh, and lightning and clouds and I'd be, at this point I'd be fucking running away a lot of fans a lot of fans and uh, a branch almost falls on them looks like the branch that fell outside of our apartment oh yeah we had we had the first windstorm wind of uh, fall 2019 be careful. <laughs> and Sarah's like be careful so it was like Nancy mm, where's Nancy She appears to be in the hospital. Yeah, she's, she's in the crazy. hospital. She's uh, having time. She's strapped down. Yeah. So I have, like I said earlier, one of my favorite movies, love it so much. Conflicted feelings because of the racism, misogyny, and... Well, the racism is not, is not part of the... 
like intrinsically in the movie as part no, of the it's plot, just, but it's, part it's of not. Plot. It's not like. But the misogyny the is, not is just no. The movie's not racist, but I'm just like I'm. I mean, I have I have a couple of black friends. I'm just like, oh god, I'm sorry. This is a thing you all have to endure. Like this is. No, I know. This is your reality, and, and me as a white person, I'm like, oh fuck. And the slut shaming is intrinsic. The slut shaming is yeah bad. It's not great. Heather Nova, yes. Um, the slut shaming is terrible. The racism, like as a white person, I'm just like, I exist. Therefore, I am I am complicit in this. Of and, course, yeah. Like I have to acknowledge that, like. I'm a, a white settler on indigenous lands, and yeah, I, I sorry, <laughs> we we stole this land and we fucked up. Um, I could have done with a little bit less slut shaming and a little bit less misogyny, but it is it is a movie about witches, so you're gonna have to have that to make it kind of work. I guess. I just wish the women didn't turn against one another. I guess. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. I wish that, like, they kind of banded together instead of turning against one of their own. At the end, that's such a theme of, like, women being petty. It is. It's such a fucking trope and women being petty and terrible. Um, But at the end of the day, I still enjoy the movie. I still love it. It's mostly great. It's mostly great. I, I do enjoy that the quote-unquote natural witch of it is the one who retained her powers and kept it going and it kind of shows that if you're naturally in tune to this stuff then you're gonna you're gonna understand it and and do okay with it but if you're gonna use it for your own personal gain then you probably shouldn't Mm -hmm. which is kind of like the the greater thing of religion and again, speaking as a recovering Catholic, like, if you're going to use this for personal gain and personal fulfillment, like, my shitty relative... I'm not going to say she's my aunt, because she's not. It's my mom's brother's wife telling me, well, you know, Jesus loves this the sinner but hates the sin. Fuck off, Judy. Gross. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. Like, fuck all the way off. Um, That's not what anything says in the Bible, like, go fuck yourself. Um, it's, it's this thing of, if, just, I guess the overall theme is, like, just be a nice person. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be a shitty person. Just treat people nicely. And I, I, I try to do that. You try to do that. Seamus doesn't. Podcat is an asshole. I mean, he tries. He doesn't always succeed. He bit my head this week. Like, he doesn't fucking try that hard. (laughs) I think the the big takeaway is uh, misogyny is real. <laughs> Slot shaming is real. Uh, we as a society need to stop doing both of those. Uh-huh. Just gonna say that. Um, and don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Good. Yeah. Good takeaway. I don't think so. don't be a dick. I think so. <laughs> Holy shit! Mary and Faithful was on the soundtrack. Oh, nice. Performed by Juliana Hatfield. I knew I knew that voice. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. I didn't catch that. We're watching the, the credits now, so I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, if you are in Vancouver or the Vancouver area, um, on November... 10th? 10th, we are doing a live episode from 3.30 to 4.30 at the Vancouver Public Library. Um, we actually plan things for this. Like, we actually sat down and, like, wrote an outline 
and planned and have stuff ready to go, which is, I think, the most we've ever done for an episode. Um, and on the 9th, I'm doing a panel um, for queer and non-binary podcasters in Vancouver. <coughs> I am probably the only non-binary podcaster on the panel. Totally cool. Happy to be a token. Don't mind. Um, that is from 11 to 12 at the Vancouver Public Library downtown. Um, that's all we're doing. Oh, we're also going to the, the creator meet and greet. If you're a podcaster and you're going to this thing, please come say hi. Um, aside from that, we're good. Yep. Social media? Uh, yes. WBB underscore podcast for Twitter. Um, and Instagram. Uh, Gmail is WBB podcast one because someone fucking stole that before we could get to it. Um, please email us with questions and comments because we like to talk to people. <laughs> and we will send you pictures of podcast if you want them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My voice is going now. I'm not over the plague <clears throat> that I shared with Chloe, clearly. Um, anything else you want to say? Thank Grace while I try nope. my beer. Uh, tumblers. Warriors, Bards, and Brews. Uh, thank you to Grace for our podcast logo. We are putting this on business cards because we're fancy people. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're good. Uh, please come see us if you're in Vancouver because, my Jesus, we need an audience. <laughs> I think there's like five people coming to this thing. <laughs> um, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>